Yes lads, what is going on and welcome to season 4 episode 13 of The Running Irishman. In this episode we are joined by Israel Olatunde. Um, I'm really, really looking forward for you all to, to give this episode a listen because me and Israel have an amazing chat about his, you know, really, really, you know, impressive career up until this point and he's only 20 years of age. Um, I first got talking to Israel at the Morton Games last week or two weeks ago. Um, after his 100 meters second place in the Morton Games, just losing out to Andrew Robertson. Um, I'll leave a link to my Morton Games vlog down in the description below if you want to give that a watch as well. Um, and then I got in touch with Israel over on Instagram to ask to come onto the podcast to do a, a full interview, and I'm really really happy with um you know how how it went and and the conversation we had you know. Israel is a two-time senior 100-meter national champion both this year and last year, so he's a back-to-back winner. Also in 2021, he was the junior 100-meter uh, national champion. And um, this this outdoor se- or this indoor season was absolutely crazy for Israel. He um you know ran at the world indoors um in the 60 meters and finished fourth in his heat. Um for a season opener of six seconds point six seven, he um was placed the second fastest um 60 meter Irishman ever. He was also the under 23 um Irish record in the 60 meters and was the fastest European runner over the 60 meters at that time. Um, in 2022 so you know and a lot lot more Israel is a fantastic runner and um, he's hoping to now be running in the European Championships this year in the 100 metres so I just am really looking forward to seeing what will come of Israel and he's going to be taking Irish sprinting hopefully to the next level all going well so make sure to keep your eye out on Israel for his future he's racing tomorrow the 17th of July um, in the under 23 uh, national championships so um that'll be live over uh, live streamed over on athletics ireland's uh, youtube channel so make sure to keep your eye out for israel tomorrow as well Um yeah really looking forward to, for you all to give this episode a listen there was a great great episode i do really appreciate israel coming onto the podcast and um having a chat uh once again i do really appreciate it and uh yeah without further ado let's get into the episode all right lads so we're here with israel Olatunde for take two of the podcast um uh, now, ever since I spoke to you at the Morton Games last week, I was really looking forward to having another chat on the podcast. So if you just want to, you know, take it away and give a little bit of an introduction about yourself. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, man, for having me. Um, my name is Israel. I'm 20 years old and I'm an Irish sprinter. Uh, I specialize in the 60 and 100 meter events. Um, I live in Dundalk, so I started athletics maybe about six years ago here in Dundalk, just training with my local club and my school. Um, and things kind of just took off from there. And right now I'm in UCD, uh, going to my final year of college. Um, so yeah, deadly perfect. So obviously we we know you and we've watched you kind of on on the track from running. But you know, in your early days before you got into running, were there any other sports that you're interested in? Um, yeah, like so my first, the first kind of sport I was really interested in was football. I guess when I was just from uh, my brother who was really into football, my dad as well. They both like really watch watch football a lot. So it's not just natural for me to be attracted to so yeah I played football a lot when I was younger um but things just didn't really <laughs> didn't really work out so I kind of stopped when I was in maybe second year of secondary school I guess um and I kind of that's kind of why I started taking athletics a bit more seriously um and yeah from there things just started to develop more and more and I started taking it more and more seriously over the years 
And then once once you got into running, kind of, what was the point where you knew you maybe you had some some natural talent, or you you know you could take your running to the next level? Mm, I guess when I started, like that's like kind of how I saw. I just wanted to see how good I can become in the sport, really. Um, so I guess from the very start, that's how I felt. But then you know, from winning my first uh, county medal, then I won my first national medal. I got my first international in 2018 when I was 16 years old. Um, so just like just different milestones, I guess along the way uh, um, really showed me that you know I can kind of go far in the sport and I just need to just keep working hard and believing in myself and you know, I'm really grateful for how far I've come and the journey I've been on so far definitely and kind of these these milestones that you began to take off was that kind of early enough in your running career and was or was there you know a, a period when you when you first began sprinting where you know it was a bit of a dry period where, where not much was happening um well I guess when I first started I was in I was, I was first year of secondary school, so for from first year to third year of secondary school, I was just 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 doing school school athletics really. So I didn't really <laughs> I didn't really achieve much uh, during that time. But um, when I first joined my when I first joined the club, doing Dalgan AC, when I was in third year of secondary school, me and my coach uh, Jerry Mercado, we kind of started taking things a bit more seriously. And um, that year, I won my first county title, and then I won my first national medal. I think I was under 16s in the 200 meters. Um, yeah, so I remember that. I remember that fondly. Um, and then 2018, I got my first international at the European Under 18s. Um, so I guess every year, like I've kind of just been progressing. I'm really grateful for that. Um, I guess 2020 was a bit of a tough year for me. Even before COVID kicked off, I was having a tough time uh, that indoor season. But um, I'm, I'm kind of thankful COVID came at that time. I think that was that might have been a tough year for me. So. Um, I guess it kind of came at the right time for me, so I was able to kind of take a step back and just uh, refocus, I guess, and um, just really focus on my training instead of focusing on like competitions or the times I'm running, really. Definitely, and kind of you mentioned there about your your first Irish vest. You know, up and up until this point in your career, you've you've represented Ireland numerous of times on big big stages. But I feel like that that first time you get your first Irish vest, you know, back in back in 2018 for the under 18 Europeans, that must have been special for you. Oh yeah, for sure. Like it was just because, like, when I first started, Alex, I kind of you always dream of you'll see like other athletes representing Ireland. Yeah. You're like, oh, I want to be there one yeah. day. And for it to come so quickly, you know, really meant a lot to me and my family. So I really took, I really like, I really pride myself to um, to have achieved that. And I didn't really perform how I wanted to at the championship, but it was definitely a great learning experience. Um, I met so many like great people at that championship that I'm still friends with today. And um, yeah, it was really good, I guess, as as an experience just to learn from and to grow from I guess definitely and then kind of as as the years go on you want it to become less about the experience and more about you know running fast and kind of and kind of getting your name out there and like as as we've seen over the years that is definitely the way your progression has gone in terms of in terms of the international stage so that is that is deadly to see and um but no you did mention as well you're in a UCD running uh, in your final year uh, studying computer science, and obviously the the talent you have and kind of the early the early on talent even as well how fast you were running and the you know the standard you were running at early on, you know was there ever you know a case where you were thinking about heading over to America on a scholarship or was your was your your heart always set in Ireland? Um, I guess when I was in sixth year, I was kind of mainly focused on DCU and UCD. Um, I didn't really, because I was still fairly new to the sport, I didn't really know that there was even an option to go <laughs> yeah. to America on a scholarship. So it wasn't really something I kind of looked into at all, to be honest. Um, but since then, I have, it is an option I've been looking at, and I've been 
getting a little bit of interest. So it's definitely something I'll consider maybe for a master's or in the future. For definitely. Sure. So kind of head over to, to somewhere in America um, as, as to get a master's in computer science. Is there anything kind of on the cards at the moment? Um, nothing that I can share really, but um, it's definitely something I'm looking to. I'll definitely finish my uh, degree here. I still have one more year left in UCD, so I'll definitely finish my degree here. And then I'm just going to keep my options open, whether that's America or anywhere else, if it's here. Um, I just want to make the right choice that's going to help me develop in my career and also my academics as well, I guess. And are you, are you so, on a UCD scholarship at the moment? Yeah, I'm on the Ad Astra scholarship in UCD, so that's a really good scholarship. Um, it really, it's like it just puts you in a really great environment around other great athletes and you get a lot of support from UCD, so I'm really grateful for that. Deadly, and you know, even, you know, as we've spoken about on the podcast before and other episodes, you know, America definitely isn't the, the kind of be-all and end-all of running, and I suppose you're, you yourself are a, a prime example of that. I know, you know, over in America, there are a lot of great, great runners, and the standard is very, very high, especially in comparison to, to running over here, but, you know, you're two-time senior, 100-meter national champion, and you represent Ireland in the world indoor, so it just shows that, heading over to America or not, you can still, you know, get to the highest level training over here in Ireland. Yeah, for sure. I think it's like, it's not, like, I feel like people just like see America and like, oh, I have to go, I have to go there. But I think you just have to look at what's like best for you. as like, everyone's different. And even if you do go to America, it's not really just about going to America. You have to find the right fit, the right coach, the right school, the right like town or city or whatever. Um, and sometimes when you're just exploring those options, you might realize that maybe that's not the right yeah. thing for me. Maybe staying in Ireland for me, maybe going somewhere else, a different country or something like that is the right thing for me. So I think not just, I think for maybe any athletes are like looking, exploring um, different options right now. I think just like maybe just take a step back yeah. and just like trying to see what's like actually best for you. You know, other things might work for other people, but it might not work for you. So um definitely yeah. no 100% you're right in what you say that actually you know really think it true because people get in these opportunities to go over to America and you know it is great but if you really sit down and think about it maybe it isn't the best option and um, the best option for you but if you were to kind of go back to your first year of college and you know going over to America was on the cards thinking back now do you think you would have taken that opportunity um it depends honestly probably not to be honest because like if, if I knew everything I knew, then I probably not because because how like how well yeah, everything yeah, has yeah. gone, I guess for me. And with because I I have a really great coach, Daniel Kilgallen. I have a great group of guys I train with, and there's like there's just so much I can get out of training here in Ireland that I probably wouldn't have been ready to make that jump back then. But I think maybe in the next year or two, I would be able to make that jump, even whether that's for to to a college in America or to a professional group. But um, over the last four years, you know. It's, really been great training while these like with I train with the best guy the best sprinters in Ireland, you know, so what else can you really True, ask yeah. for? Um I have a really great coach and he offers a lot of support. Um so yeah, if I if I had to go back I probably wouldn't change a thing to be True. honest. True, if it's if it's not broken, don't fix it. Thinking like <laughs> sure. everything that you've, you know, achieved up until this point there'd probably been no no reason to head over to America in terms of the success you've uh, received. Maybe for other reasons, um, going over on a master, just just for the experience and, and, and you know, the high-caliber races um, in terms of where you are in your current career. But looking back at the start of, the start of your first year in college, there would have really been no point um, in comparison to where you are today. But then kind of focusing in on your UCD career, once, you know, that kicked off and your scholarship over in Ireland kicked off, you know, 
did you see improvements in your running? You know, do you think UCD has really helped you to get to where you are today in your sprinting? Um, when I first started, it was like there definitely was improvements, but um, that indoor season, um, as I was saying before, I just had a really tough time. I guess just because it was such a big change from what I was kind of used to in terms of my training in um, here in Dundalk with my uh, former coach and my old club. Um, it just takes time to adapt to things, really. So um, it was good for me that kind of like the cool came on races that summer I guess it just gave me time to really settle into my training and um just like I guess adapt to the changes I was kind of going through with college and my training with everything really and then 2021 I came out had a really I had a, had a pretty good season and then I'm again I'm so reaping the benefits this year as well I can definitely see the improvements and the benefits of like being in UCD, training with the group down in Tala with Daniel and all the guys. So, um, yeah, for sure. Definitely. And, you know, that's that's another thing, you know, when get, getting into colleges, people get older and, you know, people start really focusing in on their running and the the quality of the training, the quality of the athletes that you do be, you do be racing, you being training only makes you better at the end of the day. So, um, yeah, no, you're definitely going to see improvements in your running in that sense. Um, and then we spoke about, you know, your your first Irish vest in 2018 at the um, under-18 uh, Europeans. And then the following year, you know, you made that jump to the European Youth Olympic Festival in, in 2019. So, you know, comparing that to your first ever Irish experience, what was that like? Um, yeah, like I just I kind of went into it with a little bit more confidence, I guess. I kind of knew what it was like to compete against. It was mostly the same guys I competed against the year before, so I kind of knew what to expect. Um, just from the championship in general, just from going to a different country, I knew uh, different things, how to prepare a bit better, and um, it was really it was a really good experience. I still didn't, I still wasn't the best <laughs> of competitions, I guess, performance wise, but. Uh, you know, I was still learning. Obviously, I wasn't at the time. I wasn't a veteran. I'm still not a veteran right now. But you know, just about learning. It's just a learning process, I guess. Like, um, but definitely, I definitely was a bit more prepared, a bit more mature, I guess, yeah. the following year. Um, but I'm still learning. I'm still growing, even to this day. So definitely, no. That's and that's even kind of a point I I want to touch on. You know, how old are you? Nineteen now? Just turned nineteen this year? Uh, no. I'm 20. I turned 20 uh, a couple months couple ago. Months, oh, yeah. and like even even at that running, you know, 20 years old in the uh, in, in races like you know the the indoor worlds and stuff. You know, in your you know early on career, even in 2021, running in the senior Europeans, you know, that's like you're coming up against against athletes who have, who are competing for their country year in year out and who have that experience. So. You're, you're even win, lose, or draw. You're gonna come away with each each event with more uh, more experience, and then jumping into the realm of you know the se- senior European indoors in 2021. Was that your first senior international competition? Yeah, it was. Um, it was really that was a really cool experience. Even there were loads of restrictions with COVID and stuff, but I think that was a really valuable experience. Um, it's a bit weird because like you kind of see all these guys in like racing against in diamond leagues and stuff like that. Then like you're there in the call room sitting with them like I was like what's going on how did I how have I gotten how have I gotten here like I remember I had Jan Volko in my heat and like he was a European champion uh, from two years before in the 16 years and I remember just looking over at him like giving him a side <laughs> eye like oh my god I'm sitting beside this guy he gave me he gave me a fist bump and everything I was like oh damn it's crazy um, but yeah I kind of just maybe realized that like you know even though I still have a long way to go I still belong you yeah. know at the top with the best guys in Europe and hopefully one day with the best guys in the world. So definitely was a great experience. It was humbling, I guess, but 
Um, and so it made me realize, you know, I can be competing with these guys. You know, there's no, no reason why I shouldn't be competing at these stages for the for the next 10, 15 years. Definitely. And like since then, and even that experience itself, you know, competing against senior lads, and even you know at your age, maybe like you, you still are in that you're still in that kind of under under twenty um, age group. You know, coming back and competing and training with athletes your own age. You know, not to be you know arrogant or whatever, but your confidence must be. You know, it must be through the roof in comparison to uh, to to your competitors after you know racing against the the best European athletes, senior European athletes in the world. Yeah, for sure. Like I think, you know, with all these championships and all, like you'd be it'll be silly to come out of it without like having learned exactly. something. You know, so after all these times, I'm always learning. I'm always. I think I've been I've been becoming more mature in my racing and just my preparation. I guess you know, just from watching the guys how they go about their uh their things you know even not just guys who i compete against even just the other irish athletes in the team you know i learned so much for them i remember in 2021 uh, on the team there was leon reed dean adams i talked to those guys a lot they gave me so much great advice and in, in just this past this past um indoor season at the world indoors um i spent a lot of time with loads of the guys like um dara mcleany and all yeah. and like they just learning from them and just talking to them you know it gives you loads of just like things you can kind of apply to your own uh career i guess and you know like a lot of guys my age would not wouldn't have that opportunity so i, I make sure to take advantage of it and be grateful for and to use it as much as i can really definitely no taking you know taking experience away and and, and new knowledge away from races is just especially in a young athlete's career is just as important as taking away medals or taking away pbs you know mm. what i mean and uh, no 100 percent that will stand with you as as you as you go up the ranks in in terms of in terms of your racing but kind of in terms of obviously then this year in the indoors running in the in the world indoors standing on the starting line and in the blocks with you know athletes that you've watched on the telly or athletes that you follow on instagram or that you look up to kind of what's what's going through your head when when you look to your right and you look to your left and and you're in the call room and you see these athletes kind of how how are you trying to 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 relax yourself before um, going out and racing these guys, mm, I felt I guess the year in 2021 at the Europeans a little bit more starstruck, but I feel like this past year I think I handled it pretty well. You know, like you know, I saw Coleman in the warm up area, I saw Jacobs, I saw all these guys, and like yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah. You know, I'm here to compete against these guys. Obviously, they're the top guys, but you know, I'm here to compete as well and to do my thing. So yeah, maybe I I was watching them a little bit, just seeing what they're doing. I guess, but at the same time, I was focused on myself and I knew I was there to do a job and to compete. Um, I think I did compete pretty well, so it just didn't really work out for me. But um, it was definitely a great experience, and yeah, just, again, just made me realize, you know, I'm here to compete with these guys. There's no reason why I can't. Um, there's, there's, they're not kind of, they're not aliens or superhuman. They're just guys <laughs> exactly. that put in the print. They're just guys that put in the work over the years, and you know, I'm gonna do the same and try to be better than them one day. Uh, definitely, and kind of, you know, on 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 the topic of coming away. Um, from from events like the 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 indoor Europeans in 2021, the confidence and the knowledge that you gained from that event followed you then into the out, outdoor season in in 2021, where you became both the junior and senior uh, national champion over the 100 meters. So do you think you know them them big big caliber races um, before the nationals really stood with you then to to get the titles? Yeah, I think I think for sure. Yeah, like I think. Again, just maturing um, through these races and kind of just building my own confidence, I guess. You know, coming into the 100 meters at the outdoors in 2021, you know, I wasn't the fastest on paper and 
I'd lost to some of the guys early in the season, but you know, just from like just from being at those different championships, you kind of just realize, you know, it's not really about the times you're coming in with. It's just about competing, you know. That's that's the one thing I can be learned over the years. It's not really about like times are obviously it's great to run fast, but at the end of the day, when you get on the start line, it's just you against the exactly. other guys. It doesn't matter what you've done before, who can be the best on the day, you know. And that's the kind of mentality I took into the outdoor um, national championship in 2021. You know, I just you know you guys are we're all here to compete. Let's let's go, let's go get it and. I was grateful to come out oh, with the win. hundred percent. And I think you know those guys on 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 the starting line um, for the nationals, especially the senior athletes. You know, and they have an eighteen, nineteen year old guy rocking up who just competed at the indoor Europeans. They might be feeling feeling the pressure then to to you know maybe their ego ego is high and they're thinking God I can't lose to this guy and then you turn around and and you know you uh, you you grab the win and then after. The um claiming the the junior title was the senior title always on the cards in twenty twenty one. Um, yeah, I think like I think so. Like I feel like me and my coach we knew that we were in shape to, you know, to be a threat. But like at the same time, you can't really take anything for granted. There are those of fast guys, uh, Stephen Gaffney, there's Connor Mori, Colin Doyle, Joseph Adjuwemi, my training partner. All those guys, you know, they're they're always gonna be there to compete, and you know, just have to give them my all and you know see what I can come out with. And I was grateful to come out with the win. I think those experiences kind of earlier in the season really um, helped me, I guess, in that situation again, just going out there and competing. It's not really about, you can't really think too much about, you know, what people have done in the past, it's just about what you can do in the day. So Exactly. And uh, then you came away with your first ever senior national title. Obviously, getting the getting the double that year is an achievement in its own. Mm-hmm. But just, just like we were talking about your first Irish Fest, your first ever national title, kind of what, what is that feeling like? Oh, like I, I still can't really explain the feeling of a national title. Just, it just you just can't really beat it to be honest. Like, because just being the champion of your country just makes me like it's a really proud feeling. And you know, again, just from I just I remember when I crossed the line, I just had like flashbacks to when I was younger. You know, just watching the guys like Marcus Lawler and all win their national titles and stuff. Like, it just, it just really, it's really, it's just really a great feeling to think back to how far I've come. I guess. Um, I took up a title at such a young age. It really meant a lot to me. So, no, a hundred percent. Um, kind of when 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 you cross the line, or, or kind of when the adrenal the adrenaline kind of you know shuts down a little bit, and and you kind of put it into terms that you are the fastest man in the country that year. It it, it must be kind of hard to believe. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it's pretty just just strange. You know, see, I remember seeing like different news articles are fastest man around like all right that's, <laughs> that's strange but it's cool i guess um but at the same time you can't really take things for granted you know there's always there's always gonna be guys coming up and trying to challenge you so you can't really be too complacent even after winning a national title i remember later that summer i still got beaten by um some irish guys um by some irish guys you know later in the summer so you can't really take things for granted so you have to it's a great feeling but at the same time you have to you have to kind of move not move on but focus on what's next really yeah exactly kind of celebrate for a bit and then kind of get focused again and see and see what's on the cards for the for the rest of the season and that same season sure. you were uh, you went to the under 20 european uh, outdoor championships and finished 10th overall so that must have been you know another great experience how were you feeling coming off you know a national a national title being a junior athlete and you know winning the senior national title being crowned the fastest man in ireland going into them european championships you know you must have must have been feeling pretty good and then you know coming out with 10th overall how how were you with you know with that result um, yeah, I, after I was feeling really pretty good, you know, I was excited to <clears throat> go out there and compete at the 
Europeans you know, back in my age group and you know I had, I had the intentions of making the final and even you know seeing if I can challenge for a medal but things just didn't really work out but it definitely was a great learning curve I guess for me um I didn't really handle <laughs> I like I was disappointed in my performance but I didn't really handle it that well you know after I was pretty down on myself and I took it took me a few weeks to kind of bounce back um, my coach was a great help and my mentor and my former coach Jeremy Ricardo they really helped me through that process and I really learned a lot kind of how to handle disappointment really um I felt in the past I haven't really handled disappointment as well as I probably could have but um again just a learning process really but it was definitely a great experience and a great championship to be a part of you know racing against you know, the fastest guys in Europe it's, your age is a great experience and um it's definitely something I learned from for sure yeah, definitely and then you know I feel like you know before this year before 2022 you had some amazing you know amazing wins and competing in some amazing races but you know would it be fair to say that this year's indoors was maybe the best you know part of your career up until this point yeah I think I think that's pretty fair to say you know um yeah definitely for sure I think just we we put in a lot, lot of quality work in, in the winter and we knew we're setting ourselves up for a good indoor season and hopefully a good outdoor season but obviously first got focus on indoors so um, yeah just coming out and running fast you know, it's always great to run fast Definitely. you know, especially in your first race I came out with 6.67 seconds which was a national under 23 record um, and like I just, from there I just knew like it can only be up from here and yeah, I was getting faster week on week in week out um, I got to compete uh, with some like the best guys in Europe as well um, I was at the world world indoor tour in Mets so that was a great experience as well um, I could be at the DNA meet in Glasgow that was really cool um, and then to obviously pick up the na- national another national title felt really good so yeah it definitely was the this indoor season was definitely a highlight in my career so far 100% like, as you mentioned a, a 6.67 um, in the indoor 60 metres putting you um, and you know saying in saying that that was your opening 60 metres of the mm. indoor season so you know it's been it's been a a year since 2021 to 2022 since you ran the 60 meters indoors and and you bang out a 6.67 at the time you were the under 23 leader you were the national under 23 record holder the second fastest 60 meter runner in ireland um of all time so kind of going into the rest of the season that that must have you know had you had you had your confidence on a pedestal and then anything anything you know challenging from there you could just you could just take it head on yeah, for sure, definitely. Um, you just it's also gonna give you confidence when you run fast and you know you beat uh you beat other fast guys, you know for sure. But like that, I remember my that day I false started in my first race, um because it was in the national league, so there's two races. So I false started in my first race. I came back and I got the six point six seven. But that kind of false start kind of carried on with me even to this day. Really, just me being kind of scared, I guess, at the start. Just I'm always like thinking about, oh, I hope I don't false start again, yeah. you know. Um, so that's something that's not a hurdle I have to overcome. You know, my starts were a bit sluggish, I guess, um, during indoors and kind of carried on to into outdoors as well. So that's something I'm still trying to overcome. But um, yeah, like it's just it's funny because like other people might not realize that's something I was struggling with. You know, after you see me running all these fast times, but even though even in all like the success and good things, there is like always hurdles to overcome. But um, it's still something I'm trying to figure out. But you know, I'll get there for sure. I understand, and you know, with that. Um with that second fastest sixty or sixty meters of all time, next next indoor season is is that a goal of yours? You know, to become the fastest sixty meter Irishman of all time. I think dead for sure. Like I think 
if I with with the goals I have, I just want to become the best athlete I can become, and I think along the way, I think it will happen. I think the I will become <laughs> hopefully the the fastest sixty meter sprinter, the fastest hundred meter sprinter, and maybe even the two. You know, I just want to see how far I can go in the sport, and I think those kind of goals will come along the way for sure. Kind of on 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 the note of the two hundred meter, kind of how 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 is that event for you? Obviously, you know from the times and the races you've run in the sixteen hundred, we can clearly see you're you're very very talented athlete in that field. But then in terms of the the two hundred, kind of how does that fit into your 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 training or racing schedule? Yeah, well, yeah, the 200, I can have like a love-hate relationship. I do enjoy running it, but I don't really get to run it that often, really, um, because I'm kind of so focused on the 60 or the 100. Um, my first ever medal at national level was in the 200 meters at the under-16s in 2017. So I remember that fondly. But um, yeah, since then, it's kind of been <laughs> a love-hate relationship, as I said. This season, I haven't run any 200s. I don't know if I'll <laughs> run one this season or maybe I'll run one next year, but... Um, I think for now I'm, I'm really focused on the 60 and the 100 and I think maybe later in a year or two I can maybe focus on the two and run some fast times. I mean like me me myself I'm I'm a middle to, to distance athlete so like I, I kind of know how you know each event you know from 1500 all the way up to 10k how mm. like they how they change from athlete to athlete is is that kind of the same then in in terms of sprinting between the 60 100 and 200 is it nearly a completely different sport? Is it nearly a completely different way of running, working your way up through the 60, 100, and 200? You know, different kind of training, um, different ways of, of running the race, and then just the 60 and the 100 suit your style much better? Um, I think, yeah, a little bit. I think the 60, 100 would suit my style a little bit better, but I think to be a complete sprinter, you have to be good at the 60, the 1, and the 2. You know, so that's something... And if I want to kind of reach my goals, it's something I have to overcome eventually. But yeah, I think there is there is like a lot. There, there are very different events: the sixty, the one, and the two. But I think I really all the great sprinters can do like all three. Um, some can even do all four. You know, Fred Curley, he's I mean, he's the guy I look up to. I really like Fred yeah. Curley. So um, so maybe one one day I definitely do want to master the two hundred. So. Um, I'll get there. I'll get Definitely. there. Definitely. And uh, Fred had a had a great 100 meter last night in in the heat. So it was a 9.6, 9.97, 9.79, 9.79. Yeah. 9. So he's um. Yeah. Definitely, you know, on on paper, probably the 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 favorite in terms of this season for for the world championship title. So will he be? Will he be? Uh, your your athlete to keep your eye on. Yeah, I'm definitely rooting for him. Yeah, um, I think <laughs> from watching the heats, like I don't think anyone can no. touch him. But I guess we'll see. We'll see in the semi. Finals and the final today, so it's a different race. 100. Um, you can't. Run, hopefully, he. I know he definitely won't take anything for granted, but it'll be great to watch him run. Hopefully, pick up that world. And title. no, obviously for Fred, um, come coming from being a, a 400 meter specialist, does you know 400 fit into your into your racing at all, or is that an event you completely stay away from? Yeah, I think I think I'll stay away <laughs> from that. You know, <laughs> the two, the 200s are struggle enough for me, so. Yeah, I think I'll stick with the sixty one and two. Maybe when I'm like when I'm like thirty or something. Jump in the court. Yeah. For now, nah, I'm good. I'll leave that fair, to fair. Looks too painful. Oh no, it is uh, it is a really, really tough event. Um just from doing four hundred meter reps, you know, on the track and training, mm. I, I know it, it is a it's a really, really cruel <laughs> event. So it's um no, it, especially compared to the sixty and hundred, it's come completely mm. different style of running. So uh, no, just just as I said, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Stick to stick to what you're used to. But um no, 
100 last night and we also got a new under 20 world record in in the 100 meters so that could you know just looking at that and seeing how fast you know these guys that are your age that are running does that kind of inspire you then to to go out and work even harder to get to that level as well yeah yeah for sure like i, I was i was rooting for him uh, to bogo the botswana yeah i think it was really cool to see um him compete like on the world stage like it definitely does like motivate yeah. you you know like seeing guys younger than you or your age competing at this stage so yeah for sure it's definitely a, a motivation no for definitely sure. for for him as well you know he's in the same heat as as johan blake and coming away mm. beating johan blake um who was who was once a world champion and uh coming away with the under 20 world record that must be uh that must be a great feeling and he's definitely you know even excluding these world championships and that lead for the future to to be keeping your eye on and hopefully mm. you know in it as the next world championships roll around you'll be in the you'll be in the same heat and hopefully for final sure. as him mm. for sure that's the plan yeah no, definitely, and you know, even even yourself, you've had your um, you've had your you know moments on the world stage in last year's indoors, um, indoor season. Kind of, you know, that's kind of the the elephant in the room at the moment to to talk about that. Just before we get into it, that that whole season, that qualification process to get into worlds, because obviously excluding the Olympics, it's you know, top top com- uh, competition for for athletics. So you know to get even into uh, the heats and even to qualify for that competition what was what was that qualification process like for you in the in the 2022 indoor season yeah like i think coming into indoor season we kind of had a goal you want to run 6.68 in the 60 this past indoor season i kind of exceeded that in my in first your very race, first so, like, race coach, you ran 6.67 yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, six, yeah so then me and my coach were like all right okay we're 500s off the standard or three four you know i can't do my math right <laughs> sorry well, i was 400 off the standard standard 6.63 so we're like all right let's just see how we can let's just see if we can get it over the next few races so and then my next race around 6.64 which is 100 off the standard and then i kind of was running 6.66 6.5 6.7 over the next few races so and then it's kind of getting a bit close to the deadline so we kind of just like decided to leave it like, yeah. like all right let's just focus on Winning national seniors, if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't come, you know, it is what it is. We still run a great indoor season. Um, so then at national seniors, I ran, I, I kind of just jogged the heats. And then and I wanted to go for it in the semifinal. I ran 6.66, which was, I was like, all right, maybe maybe the standard, maybe I can't really get the standard this season. Yeah. I might just, let me let me just focus on winning in the final. But then I ended up running 6.62 in the final. And yeah, that's, that's kind of how it worked, really. Um, I was really, in the final, I just, just wanted to relax and just get the win firstly and just uh, run as fast as I can um, so I was really grateful to be able to <laughs> come out with the standard at the kind of the last moment really um, so yeah that was a really great feeling to achieve that 100% what what was the better feeling knowing you got the standard for the world championships or coming away with the 60 metre senior national title um, it was a mixture of both really I remember crossing the line I saw six. My six tree popped up on the clock. I was like, "Yes, we finally did it!" And I knew I won at the same yeah. time, so like I was really hyped for that. Winning my first um, indoor title, and then my getting qualified for my, for my first world championships as well. And I got run it down to six point six two later. So, and I, I knew as well that I was close to the national record. So, yeah, it's just a mixture of feelings, really. But um, yeah, that was that was a really special moment for me for sure. No, definitely, and it's a uh, it, no, it's an, it's absolutely insane time. And then on top of that, becoming national champion and getting um the qualification time to head over to the um indoor world championships in you know earlier this year that must have been absolutely a 
a great feeling and we will you know get into the into the world championships now but kind of this past indoor season was uh, quite you know intense in the terms of in terms of race obviously you had nationals you had uh, all the different races you jumped into to try and uh, and get that qualification time and you also had the uh, dynamic new athletic indoors dna race over in in glasgow as well where ireland actually team ireland did come come away from the win so what what was kind of the um you know, thought process in, into jumping into that competition during during the indoor season was it to you know try get the qualification time or was it just you know something your coach put you into? Um, now before the season we saw it on the well during the during the winter training we saw it on our, like the calendar like this would be a great event to just kind of get some international race and I think that's one thing kind of want us to get in this season just loads of international yeah. races you know racing against you know the best guys around you know not just in Ireland but in Europe and in the world really. So we need this to be a great opportunity. There'll be guys from England, Spain, Portugal, um, Scotland as well. So we knew it'd be a great opportunity to get some good racing in. So that's kind of what we were aiming for. And we knew the track in Scotland, <laughs> my coach kind of knew it wasn't the fastest yeah. track, but we knew we'd get good competition and it'd be great to be uh, put on the Irish West again. So that's why we kind of uh, targeted it. And it was definitely a great um, experience, really. I got to race against... Um, Andrew Robson, Jeremiah Zhu, some guys like I've raced in the past. So we got to race against them again. And I came out with third place in the 60 with 6.68, which I was pretty happy with. It wasn't, there's definitely a lot I learned from in terms of my race and uh, how I ran the race. And I improved on those things over the, kind of, over the next few weeks after that. So. Definitely, and at at this point for the that DNA race over in Glasgow, that was before the uh, the national. So, kind of getting that qualification time was was that you know in in the back of your head or or main priority heading over into that race. Um, not not really, yeah, because like yeah, my, I, we just knew the track wasn't going to be the fastest, yeah. so we just wanted to run a good race and yeah, just cut my way, place as high as I can, really, just for the for t- for the team as well. You know, it was a team event. So just to get as much points for Ireland as, as I can. And I think I did that with coming in third place. Yeah. Uh, the guys who came above me, Jeremiah and Andrew, you know, they're really quality guys. So we got to race against them. For sure. No, you you and Andrew have quite a, a friendly rivalry <laughs> as even, you know, uh, last week in, in, in the morning games. Uh, obviously, he just came away at the win, but I, I got a chance to interview him as well after the race. And he's really, really sound lad and obviously a quality sprinter as well. Yeah, for sure. I remember my first time racing against him. I think that was... In Luxembourg, in I done the 2021. I raced him in, um, in the hundred meters, and I came out with the win then. And then he he obviously came back uh, this past indoor season. He got the win over me, and then again he, he got the win at the morning <laughs> game. So but he's a great guy. Um, he's a class act, really. Like I, can, I really like he's been giving me he gave me some advice really at the important game so yeah it was really good really cool to meet him again. No, hundred percent. Um, and even when when I was when I was um interviewing, he had he had nothing but good things to say about you being you know such such a young athlete and um have, having such a you know d- achieved so much already but then having a bright future i'm sure you guys will uh, meet each other again on the starting line so and hopefully you can uh, you can come away, away with the win <laughs> yeah after, after even the score after the <laughs> so. no definitely but um yeah kind of then after you know becoming 60 meter national champion uh, you know running a, a 6.67 for your season opener you still had the world champ indoor championships to to look forward to for this season. So after after the nationals uh, indoors, your season was by no means over. And um, you know, in terms of caliber races, it was merely just getting started. And um, heading over then to Belgrade for for the world indoors. Heading over, you know, wh- at what moment did it kind of kick in that you know, in terms of you know indoor racing, this is kind of the 
the top dog and you can't get, get much higher than this? Were, you know, were nerves high, retentions high, or were you just merely looking forward to it? Um, I guess when the moment I kind of kicked in, that was a, a World Championship. It was when my first time visiting the track, and just like that was that's the biggest like indoor <laughs> track I've been at, and just just getting a feel for it and seeing all like the advertisements, Belgrade Twenty Two World Indoor Championships. Just seeing all that, I'm like, I'm really here, yeah. you know. I, I made sure I got loads of pictures <laughs> at the track, um, and even at the there was like a training day the day before at the track where you could kind of um, hear just start starting going do some uh training on the track and just just being there it was really packed and just seeing all these different athletes i'm like yeah you know things it's it's serious yeah. now you know we're here to compete so i think it was like that moment i guess really no definitely um kind of what before you know going into race what kind of advice can can a coach give such such a young athlete before going on to you know the world's biggest stage you know what what was said to you before you went out on the starting line that that kind of mm. you know helped you through the whole experience um, I guess before the day before, I remember my coach gave me a call and, you know, he just told me that he's proud of me and that, you know, I've earned my spot to, to be here and compete with these guys. Just go out and just be relaxed and just do what I need to do, you know, just just compete, really. Um, and that's kind of the mentality I came in with, you know, I deserve to be here. I'm here to compete. And I feel like that's what I did. You know, I came, I ended up coming away, I came fourth in my heat and only top three qualified. So um, I missed out on the semifinals, but I, I was pretty proud of myself the way no, I wasn't really. I wasn't compared to the, the year before. I wasn't. I came in with no fear, but with a bit more confidence, and it definitely was. Uh, it was a good race, but obviously things to improve on. But I definitely was proud of myself with uh, with the result in the end. Um, and it's definitely, thing the things like I kind of need to work on from that race. I kind of carried on to the outdoor yeah. season, and I've been working on those things since for sure. No, like, what is it? What is it like? you know, running on the world's biggest stage and then coming back and, and running, you know, running domestically, running within within your own country, is it, can, not not trying to sound arrogant again, but can, can you tell the difference in quality between from running on a, you know, such a big international stage to then coming back and, you know, running through national heats? Um, I guess so, but like, at the end of the day, like I treat, every race the same i think that's another thing you know i'm learning as well just to treat every race the yeah. same really because whether it's the world final or the life championship it doesn't really matter yeah. you're there to compete you have to treat your what you it's, you should treat your competitors with the same, same respect really um they're just here to compete the same as you you know there's no reason why you should treat them any different from exactly. how you treat someone at the world championship so uh that's something i learned and just even in my preparation i just prepare for every race literally the exact same way i do the exact same thing before every race i warm up the pretty much the same no matter if it's for the heats of the national championships for the heats of the world championships i won't do the exact same things to prepare pretty much um obviously there's small things to change depending on you know how i'm feeling or whatever but in terms of like the focus and the respect that i give to the competitions i make sure i i make sure it's the same no 100% and then kind of like if you know as you mentioned you know throughout the podcast there's it, it all depends on the day you know what I mean if, if you go into a race you don't respect the the event you don't respect your 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 warm-up you don't respect the the other athletes you know that could just go against you and especially in sprinting where the margins are so slim if you do you know one one mishap in your warm-up or in your mentality that can really really go against you on the day yeah for sure and you know, at the end of the day, you know, I just love, I love racing. So I'm going to take every opportunity, no matter <laughs> what level yeah. competition it is, I'm going to take every opportunity to, to take everything in and to, 
to treat it like as if you know it's my last race ever. I just <laughs> I love racing, so I'm gonna, I'm always gonna want to like just take everything in really. So, um, but yeah, like even no matter what it is, like it's really important to prepare yourself as much as you can because like just firstly to avoid injury and just to make sure you compete to the best of your abilities. Really. Definitely. So you know then coming into the outdoor season after such an amazing um indoor season you know before we get into kind of the, the racing stuff in terms of training itself you know between the 60 and the 100 even though it's it's only a, you know, i suppose a 40 meter 40 meter difference from racing indoor to outdoor kind of what is that shift in training like um you know to prepare yourself then for the 100 meter distance mm, i guess you do like maybe there would be like maybe uh, some elements of like longer like stuff like our maybe for in terms of like our speed work, we might do a little bit longer reps. I guess maybe for indoors, we might be doing like flying thirties or something. For outdoors, we might do like a flying maybe rolled in forties or something like that. Like it's not really much difference, really. Yeah. I guess the indoor season we kind of treat it as like still it's still part of our training for the hundred. You know, the yeah, hundred is yeah. always going to be the main event. So um, there is like slight changes, but it's not really because. Of we're going to the hundred. It's kind of just the way the program kind of progresses. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there is kind of like a switch. Like you have to kind of make in your mind about how like you actually run the race, really. Because at sixty, you know, you kind of like have to get up to your top speed a bit quicker. Yeah. It's a bit more. It's a bit more fast and furious. Yeah. You know, but for the, with the hundred, um, you have to be a bit more patient, I guess. And that's something uh, I've been working on. Um, before I was, before I, like maybe I. I I get really quick in the hundred, and I kind of die off in the, in the second half of the race. But I'm learning to kind of dis- distribute myself a bit better over the race and um, finish a bit stronger. So no, definitely not. Like in comparison to um, you know, a switch from cross country to to track season for you know mm-hmm. distant athletes, where mileage increases, and when you come onto mm-hmm. track, you you kind of start doing shorter stuff, uh, faster stuff. But kind of just for you from you know the transition to sixty to hundred, it's not a direct transition. It's just the time of year that the training you know the training program falls under is just you know mm. kind of that's what you're following so no that's that's interesting and, and that's good to know like i mentioned no even though it's only it's just only a 40 meter distance really in terms of training there's not too much that that you can switch up and and you know if um if what you've been doing has been working so well for you you know it's it's obviously it's obviously working really really well so you may as well um you may as well keep it keep it up and then you know coming into this year's 100 meter senior national um championships there was no no junior uh championship title on the line this year so you couldn't you unfortunately retain that but you know the senior one the uh the kind of the big dog for um for for all senior athletes is a senior national title coming into it, you know trying to retain that title um and as well being 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 a young athlete did you feel any added pressure to to come in and retain the hundred meter national title? Um, I guess maybe there was, but I don't really I, I can't really, I didn't really like feel it that much. It's just it's a different it was a different feeling kind of coming into this uh national championships compared to last year. You know, last year. There was really no like no one was really talking about me like to kind of win I guess I was there's loads of guys kind of in the same kind of category I guess loads of guys running fast but this year I was kind of a bit more of a standout performer from this past outdoor season so I guess it was kind of expected for me to win but at the same time you know just like just knowing that there is loads of guys you know gunning for me 
you know, even though like I was the fastest coming in, knowing that there's those guys that if I slip up, they're gonna come pick up the pieces. Exactly. That that kind of made me, I guess, focus up, I guess, and not take for granted. Um, you know, my training partner Joseph Adrum, he came second at the uh, national indoors and came second again at the outdoors. So I just I knew from watching him in training that he was ready to go. <laughs> so I'd be, I'd have to be ready to yeah. go as well. You know, it's great having it's great having like the second fastest guy as your training partner. You know, so it's gonna push you to go um, faster and. Just to never take anything for granted, really. Oh, hundred percent. And then, you know, you you came you came away with that win. That you know, in comparison to 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 your first, you know, senior national title, is a senior national title a senior national title? It doesn't matter if it's your first one or your hundredth one. It's all just an amazing feeling. Yeah, I think I don't know. Like I feel like this one felt almost like even more felt like better than the the first time around. I don't know. I think maybe just. The whole build up and my whole journey over the last twelve months um, really just made this one feel extra special. Um, yeah, it was just a great feeling to cross the line and be a national champion, um, especially like to do it in Morton Stadium and before it got uh, re- re- renovated. Yeah. You know, it felt really good, and to have the fans, like loads of uh, supporters and Irish fans watching, I felt really good as well. And my fam, some of my family were there and friends, so it was really a great feeling. Definitely, was it kind of a sense where like. It was maybe a bit of justification, you know, after after your first national title in 2021. People might have been, like, mm, a bit sceptical in the sense that you're such a young athlete. But this this year, it kind of, you know, just showed how good you really are and that you're meant to be running on the stage that you are running. So it was a bit of, a bit of justification for, for you know, for yourself and, and for your own running. Yeah, I, I guess so. Like, you know, it's always... <laughs> winning a national title is never easy, but... You know, to do it like two years in a row, like that's, you know, that's like, you know, it's, it's it's impressive, you know. To I just have to say how it is. You know, I think that is it's impressive to win back to back national definitely. titles, and I think, I think hopefully I can keep doing it over <laughs> for the next few years. But um, yeah, for sure, it was definitely a great feeling, and it was just it kind of made me realize, you know, that like, I am, you know, meant to be here, and I am, you know, one of the best this country has to offer in terms of the sprints. So um, yeah, it definitely was again. It's just another piece of the puzzle I guess another part of the journey and I'm looking forward to you know building on it and you know just seeing how far I can go 100% now being being as you know young as you are and everything that you've already achieved you can only imagine there's there's still a lot more to come and um, kind of on on the topic of that you know this coming into the, this track season was the Worlds on the cards and um, I know you mentioned to me that that you're you're gunning for, for the Europeans but obviously the Worlds are on at the moment were were they were they on the cards after you know having having an appearance at the World Indoors um, you know, I'll be honest. Not really, to be honest. Um, um, I just, I, I kind of, I feel like you just have to take things, you know, step by step. Really, I think, you know, when I for, for my in terms of my sixteen meters, you know, first I qualified for a European indoors. Then there was a world indoors. You know, outdoors and hundred meters. I'm treating it the same way. My first, you know, task is to qualify for a European outdoor championships, and then you know, we can start focusing on the world uh, outdoor championships. You, know, you can't really get you know, too caught up with things, yeah. you know, um, just because you run fast indoors doesn't mean you're going to run, you know, fast outdoors 100 meters. You just have to, like, prove yourself, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I think coming coming to this outdoor season, my main goal was the Europeans. Um, the world, I was a bit, I, I did keep an eye on my ranking and seeing where I was, but um, I just knew, like, it would take a little bit more to get to a world championship. So that's definitely something that I'm going to keep working on. And I knew I can get there with that next year or 2025. 
I know it's going to come eventually. No, 100%. And we'll be definitely looking forward to, to, to seeing you on the world stage once again. But then in terms of in terms of your qualification process to this year's Europeans, what's that looking like? Yeah, it's been a bit... It's been, it's been interesting, you know, having to... It's my first time, you know, like, using the rankings, I guess. Um, so I've been keeping my eye on the rankings. Uh, but the different competitions I'm entering, I'm always, like, seeing which competition, you know, gives... You know, good ranking points and stuff like that. So it's been an interesting experience so far. It's a bit nerve wracking, you know. Because right now, um, for the Europeans, it's only thirty six athletes compete. You know, I'm in the thirty sixth spot right now. So um, I'm hoping I don't get past that. But I think I should be grinding. I race again tomorrow, and I race in the AI Games next week. So we'll see what happens. See if I can improve my ranking, but. Um, yeah, we'll just see how, how, see how things go. Exactly, no fingers crossed. And then kind of being, being you know, an athlete who has so much more racing ahead of him, and he's already, you know, achieved so much, you know, up and up until this point. But being young and having so much more racing left, um, you know, in in the bag is is it kind of you know a, a little bit relaxed in the sense where oh yeah, you know, wasn't in this year's world championships, but you know, still only still only twenty years old, and there's there's world championships coming up. You can kind of just take every race as it comes and run as fast as you can in every race, and then kind of whatever whatever happens happens. You still have a long long way to go. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, you know, it's easy to get caught up in things, and I like, think, you know, you have to achieve everything this season, but you just have to put things in perspective. You know, like I'm still young enough. You know, I still have, I still have time. You know, I'm in this for the long run, hopefully. So. Yeah, I think just not getting to, just not looking too much at the, you know, the smaller print. Maybe looking at the bigger picture every now and yeah. then, you know, just seeing how far. I'm looking back as well. It's also important to look back and see how far you've come, and then you know that kind of gives you motivation to look to the future and just keep going. You know, it's it's a it's a marathon. It's not exactly. a sprint, you know, in this in your in terms of your your career, I guess. I'll never do a marathon. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm just focusing on things in the long run, not just. In the short term, maybe. we'll have to get you to the four hundred before we get you into the marathon. Not, not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> not a ch- like, I used to do multi. I used to do multi. Oh yeah, you were saying. Started, yeah. Um, so yeah, I did. I've, I didn't. I've done the eight hundred before. I, I did. I've done a few eight hundreds. That's a cruel, cruel because, event. Because so. you know, I remember. Um, I used to, I did like, there's, there's a few events just going on in Louth, and I just hop in the eight hundred a couple times, and yeah, it was just terrible. Yeah. I think my PB is like two twenty four or something. You know. I'm proud yeah, of it. It's not, it's not good, yeah. but no, I'm proud. I'm proud of it for for completing it. You know, that was when for I was like what, six yeah. fifteen. <laughs> so I might, I might have walked across the line, but you know, I got you it done. Got it done. No, but, exactly. But yeah. those th- those days are in the past. It's about you know the the, oh, yeah. the sixty and the hundred now. <laughs> but um, but no, you you never know as as your um. As Fred Curley even said, showing us, you know, from from the four to the to hundred. So you know, never say never. I suppose. Alright, <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe, 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 maybe. But uh, no, then for for the rest of your season, um, with with racing within Ireland, kind of, how is that looking? Um, yeah, I, I have the under twenty three championships tomorrow, and then the AI Games, uh, next Sunday. So those are my last two races in Ireland. Um, I'll have I'll be racing in Luxembourg on the thirty first of July, I think. Um, hopefully that's all building up to the European Championships in Munich on the fifteenth of August. Exactly. Get get a few more ranking points on the board. Hopefully make it yeah. make your way up. 
yeah for sure that's that's the plan over the next couple of weeks barely no we'll uh we'll definitely be be keeping an eye out obviously with the the under 23 championships um this weekend we'll be we'll be watching it and then we'll be we'll be cheering you on uh in the european so really really looking forward to that but no that's gonna that's gonna wrap it up for this episode israel i really do appreciate you taking the time to come on and and have a chat it's been it's been great kind of just looking through your 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 career up until this point and even though you have such a long way to go you've already achieved so so much but i do really appreciate you once again coming on and having a chat yeah for sure thank you so much Killian, for having me i really appreciate it it's been fun chatting to you no too. worries at all and um now hopefully i'll uh get to pick up another little uh post-race interview uh after after some some more races that i'm out at. so so uh fingers crossed and as well for everyone watching and listening at home i really do appreciate you and i'll see you all next time bye